Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Today's episode is super special for multiple reasons. One is that I get to follow up from last week's podcast quite smoothly without even you know, trying kind of, um, if you would listen to last week's podcast, that was right after the ultra trail run, I had spoken about an incredible woman named Sarah who became my, I'm now calling her my guardian angel of the ultra marathon because I'm not quite sure I could have survived without her. And the feedback I've received was, oh my gosh, I was bursting into tears. The first set of tears were because of you meeting Sarah and helping each other through it. And the second set of tears was, you know, Gracie and the finish line. But guess what, everyone? Meet the amazing Sarah Smith. Sarah. Yes, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, wow, when, when do you get to talk? I... I just think it's so cool that you agreed to be on the podcast because some people shy away from it and you were like, yeah, I'll be on it. And, you know, now I, I'm excited to share your story. So I didn't really, you know, the introduction for you is just, you know, how we met and a follow-up from last week. But Sarah, if you could introduce yourself a little bit, and obviously you're a crazy ultra marathon runner, but you know, just tell a little bit about your story. Cause I found you to be an amazingly inspiring woman and so kind right off the bat to be so helpful to struggling me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Just no rhyme or reason or rules. Just tell us about you. Okay. Um, I'm Sarah and I am a hairdresser. And I uh, have been married for 29 years (laughs) (laughs) and I am a mother of two and I am an ultra runner. Yes. I love it. (laughs) And when I knew when I came up behind you that you were, you knew what to do and what you were doing by the way you were traversing little hills and you had the hiking sticks, right? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, so uh, why do you, what's up with the hiking sticks? And what did you say? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I already thought I was like through the worst of it. And Sarah's like, oh girl, the hill that's coming, you don't even know. <laughs> so is this I, it? Is this the hill? No, this ain't no. the hill yet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you know, you were saying that it was worse than the Grand Canyon. Did you not say that? I did. I did say that. Thank goodness no one said that to me before Saturday. (laughs) Um, But no, in all seriousness, you have pretty expansive knowledge of these ultras. Like I was so amazed when you were telling me more about it and to hear, you know, your introduction of yourself. I'm a hairdresser and a mom and I've been married for 29 years. There's a lot more depth to that. I mean, you've married 29 years, but it was your high school sweetheart and you've been through everything together, but you found your way to ultra and semi recently. So can you share that? Cause I think there are people out there who think we are bonkers for even considering it, but (laughs) you know, you've, you just were traversing, you know, that, that land and those rocks and those awful hills and everything so well. And so how did you get into it? What's your story? Inspire us to understand. Okay. Well, um, I started out riding, running Spartan obstacle course races. And, and that's um, crazy too, by the way. You're like, hmm, this was just my start, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the sprints are only, five, you know, they're 5K. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's miles, a little, 
and 20 ish obstacles. And so, you know, I worked my way up through all of the different um, uh, levels, I guess, or lengths of races and Spartans all the way up to the ultra, which was uh, 31 miles, I think, and 75 obstacles. Oh my gosh. What? So you did an ultra like we just did, but there were 75 obstacles as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And can I wait, back you up really quick? Yeah. How old were you when you started doing the Spartans? Um, about 40. Okay. So, hey, all you people listening who say it's for just the younger set of you know people, it's not true, right? And 40 right. is still super young in my mind. Age is but just a number. It is just a number. So at 40 is when you started doing that. Yes. Amazing. So yeah. you just worked yourself up. Like you were just like, if I can do this, I can do that. Exactly. Dang. And just kept pushing and pushing. And where's where's the edge of that envelope every time? Like, okay, that I did that. Now what? Oh and um, so after the ultra with the obstacles, I thought, wow, it would be so much easier to do this mileage without this stuff in my way. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> but wow. it turns out it's not. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a different kind of hard, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. many have you done? Like, how do you keep account? Yeah. Um, well, so official um, races, I have done four, five, five. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> I am real. Well, I work on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And so um, I will go on what I call adventures <laughs> and do huge distance things that would equate to an an ultra but it's you know I didn't get a, a medal for it I just got in the car and went home. <laughs> oh my gosh and so everyone knows too you live in Arizona yes and so that kind of lends to it too right like we were talking about that like there's trails and the right yes. kind of terrain so that your back your backyard so to speak is good training yes. ground and so you just drive yourself out to trailheads and you just like leave for six hours. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Can you also really quick, like my, cause my mind is like, what? Because that was the hardest thing for me was even the thought of I'm going to take my Saturday or Sunday and spend all day like training. Cause it's not about the day of almost, it's about all the training behind an ultra, right. you know, trail run in particular. So, I mean, I just, how, where does your mind go to do that? Like, is it something you're literally like, I really want to do it? Or are you saying, I've got to do this. I set a goal. I've got to make myself. Um, a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, obviously you're, I have a coach and um, so training blocks are training blocks and mm-hmm. you work your way through them and you, you know, build yourself up to where you need to be, run your race. Um, but I really enjoy it. I really like challenging myself. Um, I went out and ran 24 miles by myself with 5,000 feet. Just, oh my gosh. <laughs> just to do you know, it. just to do it. Like it's, it was fun. It was interesting. I like to see if I can. And I, sometimes it's nice to not have anybody with you because 
it can be not distracting, but I don't know. You just, you want to know just what you can do. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Actually. That makes sense. I don't yet understand that on an ultra trail situation. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that from like a road running situation. You know, sometimes I just want to be alone and running, but what's yeah. interesting about the ultra trail running is that because it's more technical and they're it's not like there's a road that you can count on below your feet, no matter how you step. You're not thinking about how or where you're stepping. So you yeah. can literally meditate as you run. And maybe you get to that point on the trails. But I found the most complicated part and where I was most exhausted when we were running was yeah. mentally and emotionally. Because I, it's like your body's working so hard, but your mind has to work so hard. And you have to be careful. And like you were teaching me those little tiny steps. Yeah, you know, like it's not like normal running at all. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. You don't have a, a like a, a standard stride length. No, on no. on an ultra. No. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Jessica, who you met, you know, briefly at the end, yes. I believe, um, she looked at her. I wasn't really wearing a tracker that day. I've kind of left trackers behind, so I don't get so obsessed. But we right. looked at hers to see how many steps she had done. And it was something like 78,000, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of that is like the little, the little steps that are so important to ultra. Yeah. Um, so interesting. So you, so 40 years old, the Spartans, and then you decided you're like, I don't need those obstacles. And you went straight yeah. to let's just do this with the ultras. Yes, I did. Are there ultra, like everyone keeps emphasizing ultra trail running is like the hardest thing ever. There mm -hmm. are ultra marathons that are not trails, right? Like people can be yes. crazy and go run a hundred. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So they're very different. Very different. Yeah. And trail they're... always was what you focused on. Yes. I prefer trail over all other running surfaces. Yeah. I don't like running on a track either. No, I don't either. It's supposed to be so much better for our bodies, but it's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is amazing. And now you're training. Well, not, I mean, you're, you're giving yourself a break, right? So let's, yeah. anyone who's listening, Sarah does take breaks, <laughs> <laughs> even though you did run today, but it didn't count. No, <laughs> it's just a, just a checking out my bones right. and joints and stuff kind of run. <laughs> it was good because yeah. you're amazing and you trained properly. So that's the key. Yes. Yes. Thank and you. so you have another one coming up, correct? Yes. I am running, yes, in September, I am running the Sky Peaks 50 miler. Ugh. This will be my second 50 miler. Um, it's Amazing. in September, so it'll be nice. It's up in Flagstaff. Beautiful. So there will be 7,000 plus feet of gain. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is so amazing. There are people listening, I'm sure, Sarah, who are like, what the F? <laughs> but there is something to it. Like, it's almost like a anyone can technically do this, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Not out of anyone's realm unless you have a severe injury or obviously, like, there's physical limitations out there or, right. or, or, right, to any, yeah. anything physical. But right. where it might sound completely insane, I mean, you've made it sound like, Hey, you know, like I can do this. Absolutely. I am going to be 48 in July. So there's, you know, it's not an age thing. No. In fact, I think the older you are, the better you are at it because you're more mature and are able to endure mm. hardships 
mm-hmm. better than someone younger who hasn't been through as many life experiences. But that doesn't mean that younger people can't do it. They yeah. can. They totally can. I just, yeah. I'm just saying that I think that older people have, uh, uh, that's, that's where they get. It's mental because it's yeah. so mental and emotional. Yes. And yeah, I would figure, and I know there were only a few runners in their twenties in this particular race. And I personally knew two of them. So <laughs> yeah. And well, and I, I told you my son ran a 60. Yes. So yes. I mean, yes. He was 17. So you can do it at any age. Right. Right. And I felt like the whole entire race was a life lesson. You know, there were so many times where I, like before I met you at around, I think mile 11, I don't really know where we were because (laughs) it just (laughs) seemed like everything was moved around on the course. But, um, you know, I just felt like there were these different phases that mirrored life and that almost, it's like the life experience told me, to go on and I would be okay and not die. Like I thought I was going to in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, when you've got to know your body and trust your body and I mean, don't you think it's important to make goals bigger than yourself sometimes? Oh, completely. Yeah. I, I'm always trying to find where, where else I can push myself. Oh, wow. And, and probably because you know how much you can push yourself because of these ultras. Yes. Like you are a superhero in my world. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I don't You're welcome. I everyday everyday person standing well, here. But um but that's what's so motivating, Sarah. I feel like, you know, like a lot of people who get interviewed on shows, for example, like maybe they've they've been they're seen for some reason as not an everyday person, but I think it's everyday stories that are more meaningful and motivational because we can all relate right? Like, Oh, absolutely. And I think too, I mean, I know part of that race, you had your own struggles. Like, obviously I was struggling, (laughs) gone into that, but you know, you were like, uh Oh, stomach. Right. So can you talk about that a little bit? Cause I'm not sure people understand what can happen in these races. Okay. Well, um, it's actually started Monday before the race. I got food poisoning. Uh, of course you did, right? Like, of course like, I did. Right. Of course, yes, because I I was up helping another friend run a different race, and um, when I was I had to go out to eat, and so um, yeah, I ended up getting really sick that night, and then um, it just it, my stomach never really was it was just tender and kind of wishy washy yeah. all week, oh, yeah. and so. Then when I was running, the the first aid station was was pushed out two more miles than it should have been. So I ran out of water. Mm. And um, so that's that kicked off the um, queasy stomach right there. And then about 20 minutes out from that horrendous climb, I was trying to eat some some uh, awesome sauce. (laughs) <laughs> literally it's called awesome sauce it really is uh it's like <laughs> sauce <laughs> so I was kind of gagging on it um and then it just kind of went south from there I couldn't I couldn't quite get any more uh substantial food into me and so I was living off of uh, liquid 
food mm-hmm. um, and and M&Ms. Yes, your M&Ms, your little bites of joy, which I love. My, my pellets of joy. <laughs> pellets of joy. I was cracking up. <laughs> and it's funny, like, I think one thing that not everyone would understand who's not experienced the whole long distance running thing is the the things our body requires or will not tolerate or what's really, really helpful that you didn't anticipate and the reasons why the nutrition is so different, you know, even from a normal yes. road marathon to an ultra trail run, like what we did. Yeah. So it's funny, like eating, you know, these salt pills yeah. <laughs> and it can wreak havoc. Our digestive system is either I mean, I've had runs like for some reason on Saturday, I was very balanced. I don't know how I got that lucky, but since everything else felt so terrible, maybe that was just my one thing, but yeah. somehow I had the right balance of salt and carbs. And even when I was like, I mean, I was eating Doritos part of the time and they just worked, you know, Yeah. but you know, it's sometimes those gels, which sound like they're the answer, right? Like, Oh, it's great. Someone invented gels. Sometimes that can really like destroy your stomach right? or the electrolyte drinks. They're helpful until they're not. And then for you to not get enough substance in, cause your stomach is already messed up. It's like the worst and there's not a lot you can do about it. Right. But you kept going. Oh yeah. You kept going. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you get these huge bursts of energy, right? Like you we yeah. were like down and out. And then it, even just mentally, we both were talking about, we thought there was a chance the last, the fourth, only four aid stations and the last aid station we thought wasn't going to be there. Yes. And we were, we were so sad. Like, oh my gosh. And then when we saw it, it was like bursts of energy. Exactly. And yeah. It just, it's so interesting. Like you put yourself through this tough stuff. It's a metaphor for life, but. Absolutely. It's, it's like a mental reset. Yeah, it really, really is. So if anyone wonders why the heck would someone do this, you've got to do it before you can knock it, right? Like, mm-hmm. Go try it. There really aren't that many people doing ultras. I mean, it's it's a tiny community. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And marathon, marathons used to be a tiny community, and now they're so accessible, and so many people have done one. So you know, I would like to spread more awareness of ultra, because the other thing is you're really out in nature. And it helps you to appreciate nature, right? Like you're not out there destroying nature. You're just running through. Yeah. We're lucky the part of nature we didn't see were any rattlesnakes. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, people did. Really? Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't see any either. No. That would have been worse. (laughs) That would have been worse. So, so it, you mentioned your son and your husband also runs, right? Yes. yes. So tell more about that. Like how you've inspired your family and maybe other people around you to run more and challenge themselves more. Well, um, our, our son had run in, um, started running in seventh grade and worked really hard, uh, and made, varsity but in his senior year in cross country at his high school so he he's taking a little break from that right now because it was just so overwhelming being on varsity so hopefully he'll he'll get back to it but he's he's like I need a little pause (laughs) but that's the healthiest thing right like I think that's that's healthy to know there's phases and just because he's pausing doesn't mean he gave it up no, not at all. Not not at all. He's just taking a little break right now. So I didn't want you to think like, well, what is he doing? He's not really doing anything right now. Oh, heck but, no. Um, He's taking a well-deserved break. Yeah. And and then 
our my husband and I have we kind of started sort of at the same and we've um encouraged and supported each other to continually grow in the sport and to push ourselves further and further. Um, he is getting ready to run his third hundred miler. Whenever ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, I'm like, I must have heard it wrong before. There, it can't be real a hundred miles, but third hundred miler. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. He's, he's a, he's a wonder. Oh, and he was there supporting you on Saturday. Yes. Running. He was there. He was your team. He was your support team. He was. He and a couple of friends were, and and my mother-in-law. So I had quite quite a team uh, helping me through the aid stations and getting me in and out quick. Um, But yeah, um, we crew for each other. We pace each other when you're allowed to have pacers. Yeah. Um, uh, we help each other train. We support each other um, and allow each other the space we need to, to accomplish our goals. So that is, I love, I mean, that's like a whole other episode to talk about your marriage because <laughs> you have a very, very inspiring marriage too. And I found that very beautiful when we talked about it and you guys together are so adorable and <laughs> it looks like you're newlyweds and you've been together for almost 30 years it's so cool yep. thank you yes I, he's my guy I oh, love him oh. <laughs> so cool so my last question to you even though I feel like I have a million more so you might need to come back again okay. <laughs> um if there's someone listening who's like hmm maybe this is something I'll try do you, cause I know there's kind of a two part question. One is I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the community, both virtual and in person that you have, cause you mentioned that like you have people, other people who do ultras and you lean on each other and cheer each other on and you meet people to train together. But the first thing is first, I mean, if someone is considering this crazy feat, what would you suggest they do first? Um, so if you just want to check out the sport, I highly recommend volunteering at a race. Great idea. And working at an aid station or helping someone else that you know is going to run the race and by crewing them. Um, so you can kind of see the environment and um, uh, what's going to be sort of expected. So you're not going in completely blind. Um, I love that idea. Also, um, you don't have to start trail running at a 50K. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? Because that's don't. what I did. And it was you... probably not a good idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> not that you can't. You right. obviously, you did it. You, but... you, and you, you worked your booty off and, and, <laughs> and did it, which is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> but you don't have to start there. You can do shorter trail races um, also. And they all aren't that complicated, or I guess like the difficulty level of this one happened to be really high. Yeah, you you shouldn't have started there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. You saying that makes me feel a lot better. But the day of when I started realizing that I was not happy, but (laughs) at least the worst is behind me. But yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like part of me thinks that was my first and last, but not really because I, I do get the lure and the allure of the trail runs um, and something less rocky and hilly perhaps would be a good idea. But yeah, so really with lower vert, lower vert for sure. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, there's, I mean, there was the option to do a 5k and the option to do nine miles. Right. So yes. that's also a good starting point is start with the shorter race and build up. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be all cray cray, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you can, you can, yeah. I did. you did. I mean, that's true. You did it. And look, I just, I'm telling you, you are so inspiring and <laughs> saying you're like a normal person really isn't fitting because you're not, you're far from normal <laughs> your attitude, your willingness to help. And, you know, even to be on this podcast today, I think you're going to inspire so many people, Sarah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I I really feel like that's true of the entire ultra running community though. So cool. Um, Once you get into ultra running, you will see because it's such a small group of people, Mm -hmm. you get to, you start to meet people and you get to know more and more and you build a network of support and encouragement that I've never, I've never received anywhere else. And I've been in other sports. I was in gymnastics and I was in cheerleading and I was in diving and all of those things in school. And um, I have never felt the community and team connectiveness as I have in this sport. It's and that's what I, what I really got from you on the run too, is you're talking about your, you know, your crew kind of not the actual like support crew you had, but like your people who you've met through ultra running. Yeah. My yeah. phone kept clinking. And yes. clinking and so you're all trying like, on you. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's my, those are my, my peeps. Love yes. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, it goes to show that one day you can make a decision, right? Like it doesn't have to be a certain day or it doesn't have to be the start of the year. It doesn't have to be for anything. Then I'm going to give this Mm -hmm. thing a try. Like your first thing was the Spartan races, right? Like obviously Mm -hmm. you mentioned other sports and stuff, but this is like, this is a big thing that shifted your life. And for, I feel like so for the better from what I can tell. So one of us can do that. Like one particular day we can be like, let's try it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? (laughs) What's the worst that, ha- that can happen is you don't finish. Yeah. And That's you've been through worst. that too, right? Like I've you been had- through that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you, it just, it just makes you go, oh, I got to do that again. Yeah. I got to try, <laughs> gotta, try again. Gotta, yeah. Try you pick yourself up, dust yourself off and sign up for next year. Yes. <laughs> and what I kept telling myself was this is just one day. Like it's, this mileage, like even if I walk slow, eventually I'll get to the end. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) but you know, it's just one day when it comes down to the race. Yes. There's the training miles, which happened to be great. You know, I did enjoy training. Um, but it's one day and then you finish and it's like the best feeling in the world. Yes. Yeah. That finish line is magic, isn't it? Oh my gosh. It (laughs) is. It was so magic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we leave, is there anything you would like to add? Any advice, any suggestions, last thoughts? 
Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, don't be scared. Don't be scared. I love that. There's, there's, there's joy on the other side of that. If you just are willing to walk through it. No matter what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's awesome. joy on the other side. Yes. You just have to one foot in front of the other. <laughs> sometimes you gotta walk walk a long way to get there (laughs) oh but there's joy and it feels great yes awesome and I think I had asked you while we were running if you're on Instagram or social media of any kind but the reason I ask is someone may want to reach out to you and obviously I have your email address but is there any particular way that you can be found out there or do you have like yeah um, okay Facebook is Sarah S-A-R-A, Gothier, G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R, Smith, S-M-I-T-H. And um, I put my maiden name in the middle because there's about a thousand Sarah Smiths (laughs) out there. So That makes sense. Well, now I'll know to connect with you after this. (laughs) I will find you on Facebook. And that's so cool. And do you share stuff about your races and everything? Sometimes I'm not a huge Facebooker. I just use it as ways for people to get a hold of me. Totally. Get a hold of them. It's more of a communication tool than a um, posting thing for me. Awesome. No, I love that. Well, I will definitely be connecting with you on Facebook and, you know, I'll be sharing about this podcast on Facebook and, you know, hopefully we will inspire more people. Sarah, you inspired me for sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to so- tell me when you sign up for your next one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There will be. It's getting you. You got the and bug. You know what? You Even do. if it's a 5K, that counts, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Any, any I'm sure it's going to be more than that. <laughs> I'm sure it will be too. Yes. Oh. I know it will be. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's 27Ks out there. You don't have to. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's still too new, Sarah. It's still too, new. too, too fresh. fresh. I'm still looking at my blisters right now. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Sarah Smith, you're a hero and you're amazing. Stop. And no, I'm serious. You thank are. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing about yourself and your story and your amazing family. And now we all know how to find you on Facebook. But if anyone's listening, I can certainly get you in touch with Sarah should you need. Um, but Sarah, that's the end of our episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, hanging with me and, and dealing with my cranky. Oh, whatever. (laughs) We, We both had cranky pants. Um, anyways, well, everyone listening as a reminder, this is Liberty Bernal, and this has been another episode of motivated with Liberty until next time. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.